0: great few weeks of services we've had Amen. we are, we have been impacted, the Weir family has been impacted to be here we are blessed, we pray that we've been a blessing to you God has somehow used us to speak into your life Amen. And I believe that he's got a perfect plan Amen Isaiah chapter number 35 Verse number one, I thank you so much to everyone for your kindness. Amen. This is just first class church. And we are so honored to have had the opportunity to be here. Amen. Thank you to your kindness to our family. Amen. I believe that God is not done yet. Amen. I believe he's got something for this service tonight. Amen. That is going to set somebody completely free in Jesus' name. The Bible says in Isaiah 35, 1, The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with the joy and singing. The, The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it, the excellency of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Strengthen ye the weak hands and confirm the feeble needs. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong and fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even a God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert and the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water, and in the habitation of dragons, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes, and a highway shall be there and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. But it shall be for those the wayfaring man. Though fools shall not err therein. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go upon thereupon. In it shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their hands. They shall obtain joy and gladness. Sorrow and sighing shall flee away. I want to read verse number seven one more time. And the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of dragons, where each lay, shall be grass with reeds and rushes. I want to preach tonight. In the habitation of dragons. Let the church be the church. In the habitation of dragons, let the church be the church. Would you reach to heaven right now and ask God to speak into this place? God, I love you. And Lord, I pray, God, that every fetter from the enemy would be lifted right now. And God, the unadulterated word of God could go forth. I pray, God, that nothing would come out of my mouth that is not edifying and uplifting to the body of Christ. Let every word be spoken under the anointing and the unction of the Holy Ghost. God, I feel the release of your spirit, God. I feel the enemy pushing back against us tonight, God. But I know, Lord, that you want to break something loose for someone in this place. And God, I praise you tonight because of your goodness. I praise you because of what you've done for us. But most of all, I praise you because you're God. I praise you because you're the King of kings. And we're the Lord of lords. In Jesus' name, God bless you tonight. You may be seated. This is a great promise that comes to Israel immediately after the promise of destruction to the rebellious, unrepentant nations that arise against God and his righteousness. And just like God, he promised Israel, amen, he would deliver new life back to them. I believe in 2022 that God is still promising us new life to the sinner's heart today. I believe in the desert wilderness of our lives and our hearts, that God is still trying to bring a direction and an anointing that will fulfill every longing. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says here that it was the wilderness and the solitary place. I would say if you've been for God long enough, you've had a wilderness experience. But the solitary place is literally interpreted as a place without water. It is no secret that this world is a dry, barren, desert place without the rivers of refreshing that they so desperately need. This world is craving something. This is why they fill it with addiction. They fill it with perversions. They fill it with all types of things because it is a barren, wasted world that we live in. But I'm telling you, that's the greatest place for the church to be the church. In a barren world, the greatest place for us to do our job is be the church. It's not enough for you to be in the church. It's not enough for you to be a member at a church. But God is calling us to be the church. craving something to fill emptiness. Amen. If you talk to the alcoholic, they didn't just wake up one day and say, I'm gonna be an alcoholic. If you talk to the one addicted to perversions, They didn't just wake up one day and say, I'm gonna develop an addiction, but it is an emptiness that is in the heart of man from our very being, from our very existence. There is an emptiness in our life. Thank God that he filled my emptiness with the power and the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thank God that I knew where to turn when my emptiness started screaming at me. But I want you to know there's a world that may not know where to turn. And it's the job of the church to be the one that says the church is gonna be a healing station. It's gonna be a place of deliverance. It's gonna be a place of comfort. It's gonna be a place of confirmation. Thank God for the church. Thank God for the church. Amen, the Bible says that this place, this barren place, shall receive the glory of Lebanon, it shall be given unto it. And the Excellency of Carmel and Sharon, if you'll notice with me, it was a place that held no glory, but it's now gonna be given the glory of Lebanon. Do you realize what that means? the cedars of Lebanon were what was used to build both Solomon's palace as well as the temple in Jerusalem. He said, in a barren place, in an empty place, in a place that has no glory, I'm going to let the glory of the church rise up. I'm going to let the glory of the church be seen. I'm telling you, it's not a day for us to get quieter. This is the best day for the church to get louder. This is is the best day for the church to start screaming more and start reaching more and start crying out more. Let the church be the church in a place with no glory, in a barren world. Let the church be the church. Ah, hallelujah. These cedars were used to build the church. God is able to take lives that appear empty Absolutely worthless. He's able to take him from a wasteland of wickedness and build a palace of praise. But it's not gonna happen if we make ourselves a social club, if we're just a gathering. My God, we gotta be the church. We gotta be the church. Listen, if the church moves forward and God is glorified and my name is never seen in lights, that's great because I want to see the church be the church. There's some barren, ladies and gentlemen, there's some empty lives that's dependent on the church to do our job. There's some emptiness that's dependent on the church. It's dependent on you. It's dependent on your work, your witness, your ministry, your anointing. The Bible says, strengthen ye the weak hands and comfort the feeble knees and confirm the feeble knees. Weak hands, hands that have lost their strength, hands that no longer have a grip on reality, hands that no longer. Maintain a grip on truth. The Bible didn't say throw him to the wayside and forget about it. The Bible didn't say they're not our kind of people. Just tell them that we don't want them at this church. No, no, no. The Bible said those that have lost their grip, he said you need to comfort those hands. He said you need to lift up those hands. I've come to tell you the greatest part of being the church is we don't throw prodigals back to the PPN, but we put them on the platform. We make teachers out of them. We make disciples out of them. Hey, that's being the church. That's being the church. I know you got a past, but it's been erased. It's into the blood. It's washed away. That's like a church. We confirm the feeble beings. The arid, lifeless condition of our world. There's no greater wonder why so many are falling by the wayside. The church has grown stagnant. The church has grown weak. Instead of it being our finest hour, we're setting back and, and, and settling for a spirit of laodicea. Oh, that God would help us to strengthen the weak hands. Oh, that God would help us to confirm the feeble needs, needs that are unable to support, needs that have staggered and stumbled, needs that have failed along the journey trying to get there. Somehow, we got to be able, as the church, to pick them up when they're down in alcoholism, when they're lost in perversion, when they're lost in addiction. Oh, Oh, we can't sit back with our snubbish nose and say, well, I'm better than him because I'm not living that way anymore. No, if we're gonna be the church, we gotta get down where it gets dirty. Then we gotta confirm those feeble needs. We gotta pick them up and say, come on, brother, you can make it another step. Come on, sister, you can make it one more step. It's not time to quit. It's not time to throw in the tax. There are those that are unable to make this journey on their own. They need the power and the comfort of the church. They command the support of the stronger vessel that will help carry them. Romans 15 and 1 says, We then that are strong ought to to bear the infirmities of the weak. And not please ourselves Galatians 6 and 1 Brethren if any man be overtaken In a fault Ye which are spiritual Restore such as one In the spirit of meekness Considering thyself Lest thou also be tempted The Bible said If you refuse to restore You may become guilty Of the very thing they fail to So my job Is to not let carnality stop me from lifting up weak hands and confirming feeble knees. My job is to let the Spirit push me to say, you know what? I realize I'm just one decision away from being in the same condition they were. And God have mercy. If it wasn't for the Lord who was on my side, if it wasn't for the Lord, where would I be? Church. Six people just went down in the name of Jesus while well, you're in even right now. That's letting the church be the church. That's letting the Come on, we're comforting people knees. We're confirming weak hands. We're letting the church be the church. Healed somebody of cancer, you'd be swinging off of these light bulbs. But I tell you, God just saved six people from hell. Every one of running the aisles while the church sits here stagnant. We need to let the church be the church. Church. I'm just crazy enough to believe that God's gonna fill them with the Holy Ghost now. I've just got enough faith to believe that it's not just gonna be the waters of baptism, but the infilling spirit of God is about to make a difference. Come on, somebody. This is what being the church is.
1: that Jaden Bell was baptized in Jesus' name. They're still on their way back, they have quite, not back yet. This certifies that Tammy Love was baptized in Jesus' name. This certifies that Elena Adams was baptized in the name of This certifies that Caitlin Armstrong was baptized in the name of Jesus. This certifies that Ava Tuggle was baptized in the name of Jesus. And this certifies that Christian Ruth was baptized in the name of Jesus. And this certifies that Stacy Hood was baptized in the name of Jesus. And this certifies that they'll never be the same again in Jesus' name.
0: They just told me that all seven of them have spoken a heavenly language the spirit of God gives the utterance come on that's being the church that's being the church what if it was your lost family tonight how much more would you be praising it if it was your backslip children how much more would you praise it come on I wish the church would get a hold of this I wish we'd realize it tonight this is the greatest day to be apostolic that there's ever been This is the greatest hour to be the church. It's not time for us to settle down. It's not time for us to change the program. It's time for the book of Acts to continue. It's time where the dragons of this world are living, for the church to be the church, where sin abounds. Grace day. The Bible says that, that the parched ground is, 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 is a mirage. This word is, is interpreted as a mirage or a, a an illusion. Said that in this dry place, that there was a, 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 an illusion of water. Can I tell you what's happening? People are tired of dead religion. People are tired of churches that's got a crowd because of a good program. And when they get there, it's no water. There's no anointing. It's nothing but an illusion. And this is why it's the greatest hour for the true church of the living God to arise like we never have before and be the church. I prophesy this place as a birthing room for the lost of this county, for the lost of North Mississippi. Let it be a birthing room and a delivery room that souls will daily be added to the church. Fake people. They want the church to be the church. Would you lift your hands right now? I feel the Shekinah glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just give me about five more minutes, I promise. I'm not gonna try to finish. The Bible says that in the habitation of dragons, dragon is literally a jackal, a wild dog, a scavenger that feeds off dead carcasses. These scavengers live in empty, desolate places. Can I tell you that there is a dragon of our soul that has been feeding on your emotions, feeding on your failures and feeding on your weaknesses. Man, come on now. Yes, you. But I've got good news, and that great dragon shall be cast out. That old serpent called the devil, which deceiveth the whole world, it shall be cast out of the earth, and his angels will be cast out with him. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent which is the devil. And Satan bound him. Oh God, somebody help me. I believe God is establishing a church, a healthy, thriving apostolic church in the very place where Satan tried to devour. We're gonna tear down strongholds of sin. We're going to erect a monument of mercy because we have the answer. We have the answer. It's time for the church to be the church, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that are called out according to his grace. Come on, Rabba These signs, these signs, seven baptized, seven baptized, seven filled with the Holy Ghost. Deaf ears open, blind eyes open, life restored. These signs, these signs, these signs shall follow them which believe. Power over bondage, power over addiction, power over lust, power over temptation, power over sin, power over trouble, power over trials, power over spirits. It's time for the church to be the church. We have the blood of Jesus. must needs have been fulfilled watch this which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas which was guide to them that took Jesus for he was numbered with us and had obtained part of his ministry now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity and a falling headlong he burst asunder in the midst of the field, and his baths gushed out. Judas walked into the valley of death, the valley of blood. It was wasted clay, it was a sadalama. Many scholars believe that the valley of blood that Judas walked into was a type and shadow of hell itself, a valley of slaughter. A valley of death and a valley of of condemnation. He walked into it. And it is the only place in Scripture, it is the only place, and he is the only man that it is recorded, that his bowels gushed out in the valley of blood. What is Scripture trying to show us? Oh, my God. The last thing that Judas digested, Before he went to the valley of blood and his bowels gushed out was the last supper. And so out of the bowels of Judas into the very pits of hell flowed the blood of Jesus out of the bowels of Judas into the valley of blood of hell, flowed the blood of Jesus. And even in hell, it takes notice of the blood of Jesus. What can wash away my sins? What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood. I'm telling you, it's time we get back to preaching about the blood, singing about the blood, talking about the blood Cause without the blood of Jesus all we did was get some people wet tonight that's eight people on this Sunday baptized in Jesus name. they're baptizing another one right now say preacher what's that got to do with the blood and I prepare to close tonight What that has to do with the blood is in the waters of baptism is the only place that the spirit, the flesh, and the blood come together in the waters of baptism, and it washes me white as snow. I wonder tonight in the habitation of evil and dragons and spirits, if we can profess From this moment forward, I'm going out to be the church. In the spirit of darkness, in the agenda of our world, in the the wicked, vile agenda of our government and our world, I say, let the church be the church. The church is hope for the hopeless, the church is rest for the weary the church is a city on a hill the church has the best re- recovery program it is the best antidepressant that there is the church is the only thing that's been purchased with his blood it is a city of refuge the church is better than alcoholics anonymous it's better than drug addicted programs but it's nothing it's nothing if we just sit here in our comfortable place. But the church has got to become the church. It's the apple of God's eye. It's a hospital for the broken. The church is the branches of the true vine. It's restoration for the defeated. It's a mender of broken hearts. It's the hope of the world. It's not a social club. It's not a vacation for the saved. And it's not about us. The church is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, goodness, faithfulness, kindness, and gentleness. Let the church be the church. Can you lift your hands tonight? Oh, God, I pray. I pray, God, that every soul in this room would find their place, God, in the kingdom. I believe that God is calling somebody to a higher place right now. Come on, it's not just words with me. I'm prophesied by the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. God is about to make this a delivery center. He's about to make this a birthing but the church cannot kill them and abort them. The church has got to be the church. And we got to extend the same mercy that he extended to us. Oh, God, would you lay your hands on the shoulder of your neighbor? Say, God, together let's, let's be the church. Together let's be the church. Let's be the church. Let the church be the church. Let the church, the dragon's going to rise up. But let the church be the church. The spirit of the antichrist is rising up. But let the church be the church. The Bible said in Revelations that John said, I picked it up. And it had horns like a lamb. He said, I began to cradle it. I began to hold it like I would a little lamb. Pastor Vasquez, he said when he opened his mouth, he spake as a dragon. Can I tell you that it's important what we hold. It's important the things that we coddle and the things that we hold close to us. It's important what you're not not willing to let go of may be the very thing that's stopping you from reaching your destiny. It become my security blanket Because I'm convinced there's son That needed to lay some stones down today That never made it to the altar And I'm convinced that there's some That picked him up before they walked away Be careful Because John said I thought what I was holding was innocent But when he opened his mouth He spake like the antichrist Be careful that you're not coddling Things of the world That'll stop you from being the church inventory your very soul. God, what am I holding on to? What What do I love? Is it bitterness? Is it jealousy? Because when those things start speaking, they speak with the voice of the Antichrist. And it will destroy the church. It will destroy the church. Oh God, one more time as pastor comes and we prepare to move into a realm of prayer. Could you lift your hands to that? Could you ask God to speak to your very need? Yeah, I'm Oh God, let the church be the church.
1: the church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's take some time and pray. Let's just keep on praying. Why don't you reach over and pray with somebody close to you. God, I want my life to have a fresh visitation of your anointing, a fresh visitation of your spirit. Amen. God's calling us. God's calling us to be difference makers. Anybody can complain about the society, but not everybody's willing to pray a difference. God, I want to be a difference maker. I want to be a disciple. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. You know what I'm you know what I what I know? I'll tell you what I know. If we'll get people here, God will touch them. That much I know. If we'll bring people that are now if they're, if they're not hungry, we can't make them hungry. But if we'll bring people that are hungry, they won't leave the same way that they came in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So let's do it. What do you say we lift our hands and say, God, help me to find hungry people? I'm not going to judge them by what they are now. I'm not going to judge them by what they're doing now. I'm not going to judge them by what they've been through. God, because I know you're the difference maker. And so God, help us just to find hungry people, Lord. Help us to go and compel the hungry to come. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God, I praise you. Oh, that's right. The Holy Ghost is moving here. Thank you, Lord. sending numbers up here, people being baptized. I think the last number they told me were 13 people baptized tonight in Jesus' name. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Does anybody want to thank the Lord for washing sins away? Hallelujah. Holy Ghost just fell right here, right now. Hey, you ought to jump in the river to jump in the river of the Holy Ghost and let the flow of the Spirit touch you right now.
0: Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I think
1: we ought to just, everybody ought to clap your hands just as loud as you can. And you ought to shout into God with the voice of triumph. Two. Praise the Lord! I think she already got her, her. Amen. I knew I had one missing somewhere. That was the missing. You're the 13th. God bless you. Now listen. Next Sunday is going to be awesome. Okay. We've got we're we're we we we're, we're working a little bit different for Easter. It's not going to be a traditional just just have some songs and then and then preach we're gonna we're, we're we're interacting some different things one of the things that's gonna be part of the message is some testimonies and also a cardboard testimony where you won't have to say anything but uh, you want to say anything but your testimony will be written down and if you want to be a part of that see sister Ashley over here after service amen brother Austin was preaching for our home missions church in in Cleveland, Tennessee. They've never had four people get the Holy Ghost in the same service until today. And they broke their attendance record today. Isn't that awesome? I got a phone call from a happy pastor this afternoon. Amen. praying, I guess we ought to pray with them for a little while, don't you? Hallelujah. Amen. Here's what we're going to do. If you need to go, if you need to be dismissed, please fellowship out in the vestibule. If you want to stay and worship and pray, you can stay all night if you want to.